Men, when, when we fail to step forward and lead with courage in our family, our children are left to fight the cultural battles on their own. Welcome back to Recourage. This is a program de- dedicated to recouraging manhood as we let God's Word pierce through our fear and strengthen our faith. I'm your host, Scott Bryant, Director of Journey Up Ministries and lead climber of my amazing family. Thanks for joining me, guys, today on this dangerous but eternally satisfying journey up. Men, your heart is the heart of the issue. I would encourage you to, instead of getting on Facebook today and venting your anger against the snowflake generation or whatever you want to call our children today who've grown up and are behaving in fantastically interesting, if not bizarre ways, we can begin to think that we have nothing to do with the situation that we are in today. But men, instead of pointing fingers at others today, real courage says, how could we share in this? How can we change this by God's grace? Your heart is the heart of the issue. And so what I'd like to look real quickly at is a couple of examples of what happens when men fail to step forward with courage. One of the things that I would say is just a bizarre uh, representation of what men are doing today is we've got a 35-year-old Japanese man, works at a middle school, and uh, looks like he just married his computer hologram. Yep, you heard me correctly. Uh, He has decided that he needs to marry this virtual hologram that he's fallen in love with. This hologram uh, takes the form of a teen performer, has a has a singing voice that's been synthesized over about 100,000 songs. I guess he's listened to every single one of them. But uh, here's what he says as he marries this hologram. There definitely is a template for happiness where a real man and a woman get married, have a child, and live all together. But I don't believe such a template can necessarily make everyone happy, Mr. Kondo writes and says. What I would give to you men is that this is just one example of many that are coming out in the news today that we go, where did this come from? Well, it's quite easy to know where it came from. Romans 1 tells us that when you get on that slippery slope of sin, it's going to take you to bizarre, depraved, perverse places that you would never have thought you would have arrived at. When men fail to step forward and lead with courage in their family, our children are left to fight the cultural battles. I want to draw your attention over to the University of California at Berkeley where we see an example of that. A young lady named Isabella Chow, one of the student senators there, as I read over the article, I was just intrigued and amazed at her courage. As really what she's doing is facing cultural battles that men, you and I, aren't facing. We can go to work today or we can go home and and we can be totally cut off by what our children are facing in colleges across the country as we see this uproar that has happened began uh, October 31st when the Queer Alliance Resource Center asked the Student Senate to pass a bill condemning the Trump administration for considering a legal definition of gender that would require it to match a person's sex at birth. So the student senator, Isabella Chow, being a Christian herself, um, read a five-paragraph statement explaining her decision that she would just simply abstain from this vote that was being asked to be taken there in the student senate. Chow told her 18 fellow senators who all voted for the bill that discrimination is, quote, never okay, 
Never, ever okay, she said. She condemned bullies and bigots. She said she had abhorred stereotypes, and then and she called the LGBT community valid and loved. Then she says um, that really this bill would cause her to compromise her values and force her to promote groups and identities she disagrees with. As a Christian, she says, I personally do believe that certain acts and lifestyles conflict with what is good, right, and true. She said, I believe that God created male and female at the beginning of time and designed sex for marriage between one man and one woman. For me to love another person does not mean that I silently concur when at the bottom of my heart, I do not believe that your choices are right or the best for you as an individual. As you might imagine, as she read these paragraphs to her fellow students, the uproar was deafening. And you began to see one student at a time getting up and and really expressing their opposition very strongly, all with an emotional appeal to how this was violating their identity, their perspective on what was right and wrong. But really what you see, which is the most chilling, was what was said by students, including Christians, one of them in particular who stood up and said, I'm a Christian, I am queer, and I am good, right, and true. This student named Miranda said, and I demand Senator Chow to resign. Men, when we fail to step forward and lead courageously in our homes, our children will face cultural battles on their own. And I appreciate how many are rallying to help Isabella Chow there, but in the student senate there at Berkeley. But let's just acknowledge that this battle that's being fought there on the college campus, this is just simply happening today because we failed to fight the battle way back when, when our children were growing up. Now, again, my goal today on the program is to encourage your heart, not discourage you, but men, if we're going to be men who look at the situation today and acknowledge that we played a part. Every single one of us. There's not a one of us who has stepped forward with courage every time. So what does it look like to be a man of courage who would engage in these battles well? Does that look like we storm into the student senate today and, and, and scream out truth and, and love there? Uh, no, I would highly recommend you not doing that. That would not only get you arrested, it would also be terribly unwise. Here's how it works. Men, it's a, when we step forward by faith, it looks like this. We take God's word seriously in our own heart, in our own home. This looks like us acknowledging what Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 4 says, where it says to our children, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. And then verse 4, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So here's what happens. When we fail to do that, when we fail to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord, to teach them that there is a standard that is right and true and is holy irregardless of their feelings. When we fail to train them, they will grow up to be fools. They will grow up to be what Proverbs chapter 9 verses 7 to 10 says, 
They're mockers. Here's what it says in verse uh, 7. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insult. Whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. Do not rebuke mockers or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise and they will love you. Instruct the wise and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous and they will add to their learning. Verse 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Men, this is what would would separate us from uh, the administrators or those at the top of the university there in California at Berkeley. We would believe that, that wisdom, that knowledge does not begin with the student's Uh, ability to discern it or to fill it or define it. It doesn't even begin with the teacher's ability or the administrator's desire. The wisdom and knowledge that is true and absolute begins with the fear of the Lord. A knowledge of the Holy One is what brings true understanding. But if we have raised a generation and now for several generations who have not been taught the fear of the Lord, but instead to fear man's word over God's word, what happens is we have raised up a culture who is very right in their eyes. And so if you were to bring this podcast, this instruction into their hearing, they would mock me. They would mock you. You would be inviting insult as Proverbs 9 says. And so What I'm bringing to you today is I'm bringing to you truth that you will now need to let God penetrate your heart with and then let it penetrate your home. Now, here's what oftentimes we're tempted to do. We're tempted to pull out our sword just like Peter did in the garden. The soldiers are coming to arrest Jesus and Peter as a man's man thinks, well, I'll solve the situation. I'll take care of it. Pulls out his sword and lops off an ear. And men, that's what you and I in our flesh are drawn to do. We hear the word recourage and you might be thinking, I'm calling you to arms to step up and just simply start lopping off ears. Now here's the challenge. I'm not asking for you to simply be tender. I'm asking for you to be tough, but I'm asking for you to do both. It requires great wisdom. It requires the Lord God meeting you in his word and teaching you a fear of the Lord that would, first of all, penetrate your heart and your home, that you would begin raising your children or maybe your grandchildren, or maybe you're saying, but Scott, I'm I've raised my children. What do I do? Well, you need to know that the Bible has a focus on the next generation that every single saint should have. If we're not focused upon passing the fear of the Lord on to the next generation well, then we're missing the Great Commission to raise up disciples, not just within our generation, but in the next. And so there are children in your church, in your community. uh, There are orphans. There are ways that you could engage your culture, but you're going to need to do it with wisdom. It's going to to understand there's a very significantly different way I'm going to engage my little ones around the breakfast table this morning with God's word. They're not mocking me. Their minds are open. Their hearts are moldable. They are listening to daddy as I read the Proverbs, as I open God's word to them. But I, I know as I've watched the winds of this world blow as they grow up, their hearts, kind of like cement, begin to set up. 
And it comes a day when they get into their teens, 20s, 30s, and so on, where the winds can blow so hard that that cement is no longer movable. You can't work it. It's set up. It will take a jackhammer now to break it. That jackhammer cannot be you men. That's the Holy Spirit's job. The Holy Spirit is the one who convicts the hearts of our children, the hearts of our culture. You and I are called to live lives that would ask them, as they watch our example, what do they think about how dad, how their husband is living out his faith? Is this a man who is a mocker himself, who says one thing on Sunday morning, but demonstrates a very, very different way of living throughout his life. Men, uh, the challenge we have today is that if we think that we have the ability to make America great again on our own knowledge, with our own muscles, with our own wealth, then we've been deceived. America will only be great if it acknowledges that God alone is great. He alone is holy. He is worthy of focusing our family's hearts toward. So we need to understand today, the heart of the issue is not the heart of the student senate there in Berkeley or the, the heart that is happening in, across the culture. The heart that we can truly impact is our heart, our home. As we begin to take God's word seriously, it will begin to penetrate and overflow into our homes, our churches, our communities, and our culture. I'm thanking the Lord for Isabella Chow as she's demonstrating courage there in the Student Senate. But let's not be leaving it up to our children to fight the cultural battles. Let's fight them at home first in our heart. So men, I pray that you're encouraged by that. I pray you're challenged. And if you're acknowledging as you look back over the years and you're seeing, oops, yep, I definitely fell there. I failed to move forward with faith. I shrunk back in fear. Men, remember, it's okay. You're on the rope. If you've tied in by in God's grace by faith, then you're not, it's not your climbing ability that's saving you. It's going to save your family. You and I are sinners. We are fallen. We're going to mess up a lot. But if our family sees a husband, a dad who knows it's not his muscles that save him, he knows it's God's grace. And you're willing to apologize when you mess up and ask for forgiveness. And then you seek to climb in holiness. That will change America. That will change lives. That's what we're looking for today, men. We're looking for men who would have the courage to do that. Your God has placed a lot at your feet. If you're feeling the weight of it, just know your God is big enough. You're not. You're not, but He is. Guys, thanks for joining me today here at Recourage. Again, I'd like to invite you to go to our website at myjourneyup.org or Facebook at Recouraging Manhood to learn, maybe see a few more videos. My goal is to recourage you, not with my word, but God's word. He alone will allow us to stand firm in our crazy culture as the winds blow and beat against our house. I pray you've been recouraged at Journey Up by Faith in your heart and home today. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time.